Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. I want to take, as I do every beginning of each episode, and explain really what Live Exposed means. Simply put, it's my way, and could be your way, of practicing daily active awareness of these internal challenges that we have that have caused us clearly to be hindered in growth, our potential never fully reached, and to me it's even affected my creativity. It's these very simple unresolved issues that fester and grow and become poisonous, not just to me, but to those around me, that have to be removed. And that's what living exposed creates, is the opportunity to tap into those painful moments of all of our lives and once and for all get rid of them. You know what? Those poisons are like pain to me. And I'm tired of being chained to those pains. And I want them exposed to oxygen and light, removed from my life, so that I can move forward and have more productivity, have a greater impact on people, and honestly, learn to live in peace and joy in my own life. So if that's the type of journey that you're on, and you're trying to become better, but you're spinning your wheels, this may be just the right podcast for you because we're going to expose these truths. We're going to provide you information that can be transformational for you if you choose that path. So I hope you join me. You know, growing up as a kid, I used to watch this cartoon on TV called Popeye, what they called the Sailor Man. Popeye was that guy, as most of you know, who was strong because he ate his spinach. He had a lot of story that we knew about. But I found out something lately about Popeye that I wasn't aware of that was interesting to me. Did you know, any of you know why Popeye was a sailor? Because he was deserted by his father and he went on a journey to find his dad. <laughs> a deserted child, Popeye the deserted boy, decided to, I've got to fill this void in my life. So I'm going to join the armed services and go find my dad. Look at Popeye's life a little deeper. I'm kind of thinking Popeye could have done better than olive oil. But you see, she had something that nobody else had that intrigued him. And it was an abandoned baby whose name was Sweet Pea. That got Popeye's attention. 
may sound a little bit silly to some of you. But you see, Popeye's story was not about spinach or beating up Brutus or his courtship with olive oil. It's a story about overcoming his personal abandonment issues by helping another abandoned child. Wow. So I guess what it leads me to ask is how can I, how can you and I, how can we help others? It could start, friend, with our own pain, similar to someone else's, that we can relate to and that we can begin to help immediately. And the fact of the matter is, when I help others, I help myself. And so maybe, like with Popeye, me seeing the story different after I knew a little bit more details... Maybe people would feel different about you and I if they knew the details of our life, the pain points that we had, and how we're overcoming them. So my intent on this podcast today is to help, first of all, you to understand you, and secondly, accept it. Now, when I use the word accept, people get a little bit sideways with me sometimes because they're like, well, are you telling me I shouldn't deal with my issues? No, that's not what I'm telling you. Before the record, every one of you under the sound of my voice today were built specifically for this time exactly the way you were built for a specific, in my mind, divine purpose. And my joy is to be able to share with you the things I have gone through to cut out all the layers in my life that were put-ons, that were acts, that were me trying to be somebody else because it made, I thought, somebody important to me feel better about me. And it was just the opposite. You see, the real lasting advantages in my life flows from the genuine me. (laughs) Let me say that again. The real lasting advantage in your life or my life flows from the genuine us. No put-ons, no fakes, no trying to be somebody else. We're just ourselves. And when we're not, it may explain why I have had and maybe some of you have had that feeling like something isn't right. There's something missing. Because what's missing just may be you being you. When you're not being yourself or I'm not being myself, we lose the really force, listen to this, of attraction that tends to draw two objects together. Now, that sounds a little too scientific, so let me break that down a little bit. I I think when we're designed, we're built, we're born into this world, with it comes bags of uniqueness that's just ours it's our only it's not just our fingertips that carry a unique fingerprint but they're giftings and talents in all of us that were deposited in us for a time such as this to not just create benefit for us individually but to really impact those around us 
and help them in their journey. So when we lose ourselves in becoming someone else, we lose that gravitational pull. That's what I call it. It's this gravitational pull that's uniquely ours to attract things that uniquely belong to us. And so when you're putting on and I'm putting on and I'm acting like or trying to become somebody else, I shut that unique force gravitationally of pull that's uniquely mine and I pull the plug on it. Now, some of us are charismatic enough to where we can generate interest in what we say and how we say it and, you know, people's interest in us. But even when you get into those relationships, it lacks meaning because there's not a real connection. That troubles me. And it concerns me because I am flushing down the toilet of life, so to speak, my unique attributes. And generally, when I do that, I lose the ability to attract the unique relationships that are for my good and want someone else's good as well. You see how that works? So we've been telling about all these influencers on social media how to act, what to do, how to do it. And all this vibrato and noise around us, you know what it's influenced us to be? Not ourselves. I'm going to probably get some flack about that, but I think it's the God's honest truth. We are listening to everybody but this inner voice in us about who we should become. And if you look at yourself and I look at myself and I see people around us who are more successful in the areas of interest for us, what's the first natural thing we want to do? I'm going to have to be more like them. I'm going to have to do like them. And we layer on top of our real genius a fake personality. So if you believe you are unique, then act like it. If I feel like I'm, I have giftings that are specifically built for me, or at least in some measure they are, I need to act on them and trust that what gravitational pull is released out of me when I am me will draw to me what belongs there. I, I honestly believe sometimes the pretending that we do and the false bravado that we send out to anybody who will listen explains why we've had failed relationships so often, not just personally but professionally. You know, If you're an owner of a company and you're not truly exhibiting and comfortable and confident in who you are and who the culture you uh, culture you've built is and you just kind of you know speak of it in 
terms that you know are not real, like we're a safe place, we're conscious of our customers, and you know, and you know that's not true, but you're saying it to get that person to join your team. And then that person on the other side of the table who is recruiting is putting on at times these false senses of who they are to the hiring company. And two weeks into this, both of you realize <laughs> I'm not getting what I thought I was getting. That's why everybody's afraid to be themselves. You're going to have less stress and less problems um, then you can imagine, even if you don't have such great success defined by most people, you're designed specifically with unique characteristics that if that key is put in the right lock, will unload, will unopen, will open up the door of opportunity that you're really looking for. So, you know, my hope is that if you've lost the attraction power by hiding yourself, you'll come to terms with that and start making a change today. It's really impossible to attract what is right for you when the real of you is caged up and hidden. So, generally speaking, I think... I think I've got a real simple picture to draw for you here that will help you really drive yourself back to your own uniqueness and live it. So, you know, we really see life two different ways. We see what's obvious. So, like, we're walking around in life and we see one another. We listen to each other. But we're only seeing an outside reflection of a person. I'm going to call that their fruit, right? What they, what you see from them is their, the fruit of their efforts and, the, you know, the fruit of their time. And, but you only see the outward expression of that. Everybody noticed the fruit of Popeye's life. And that was he was strong, you know. He ate spinach, right? Um, he, he was madly in love with olive oil but no one really knew the cause of what I'll call the root of his problems which drove him to find answers the root of his problem was abandonment he was deserted and so in our lives the fruit of our lives is the evidence that people see on the outside of us. <laughs> but the inside of us is where the root system creates the crimes in our lives. So there's evidence that's seen by everybody, and the, but the crime is held deep within us. The, the, the problem, the challenge, the hurt, the pain all resides inside so when you see if you want the fruit to change the root must be removed because that root will always produce like and kind in fruit so 
Popeye felt abandoned and deserted and spent his whole life in all the reflection of the exterior, the exhibiting of fruit that he had was about the chase, the chase. Nobody might have understood why, but his great frustration lied in that root of abandonment and desert, being deserted that never left him. Hey, what is the root system that's producing the fruit system that people see in you? I mean, the things that you do, the things that we exhibit, they're not just like happenstance. They happen because they're a reflection of your root system, the deep, dark parts of you. For the fruit to change, my friend, the root must be removed and new seed sown. <laughs> you see, even roots start as seeds. I think the, complex, the, the, the complexity of thought here for many of you is I'm too old to change. And therein lies the problem. You know, some people think, well, you can pick and hide all the fruit off and clear it out and you know but the problem is next year the harvest will show up again in its time because you've only changed the exterior and only for a short time what's interesting to me is why people don't realize that new seed has to be planted First of all, a root has to be removed. New seed has to be planted in good soil. Patience has to be exhibited. And eventually, a different harvest will be produced. Contrary to what people would tell you, there's no such thing as planting seed today and eating fruit from that tree tomorrow. Doesn't happen. That's what we want. That's what some people tell you. It's as easy as like confessing it. It's easy as even starting to mentally kind of believe it. It's enough just to kind of like, you know, just hope it. The fact of the matter is that's not true. What's true is we have to remove what's wrong, replant what's right, be patient until the harvest produces itself to really experience the change that we're hopeful for. This is why people accept substandard fruit. They aren't willing to put the work in to produce something better because everybody's got to have it now. And if you hear nothing else I say today, you need to mark that down. We have become comfortable with substandard fruit exhibited that people look around at us and go like, well, you know, at least he's got some, he's producing fruit. And the fact of the matter is it's substandard. It's unedible. But yet in our haste, and our unwillingness to put the work in to produce something better, we just say, well, forget it, and we move on. See, it's that, you know, we want different fruit, 
We're not going to put the work in to tear the remove the fruit, you know, start over, so to speak, and be patient until it happens. We sadly have become satisfied and secure in substandard harvest production out of the work of our hands. That's a mouthful, but it's so true. Because we just don't want to put the work in it takes. We don't want to get our hands dirty. We don't want to go back into that part of our life that, you know, we know is wrong and we're uncomfortable with. And the fruit that's produced is evidence of that. That there was a crime, <laughs> there's a crime in our root system that needs to be dealt with. But we, we're so brisk to move on. We just like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And then we get frustrated because we plant something today and we don't eat of it tomorrow and we're like, this doesn't work. Well, the fact is, you don't understand. You have got to put the work in to get the result you want. If you seriously want change in your life, it starts with tearing and removing the root out that's produced the fruit that you don't like and nobody else seems to either. And not accept substandard crops. Well, I'm going to ask you to stop polishing the fruit that you're exhibiting the people that they see of you. Stop polishing it long enough to recognize your fruit is a culinary disaster. <laughs> Not it doesn't taste good. It does, you know, it may look good on the, you know, from the naked eye, so to speak. But when people put their teeth in you, they'll see how rotten you are. And by that time, you've lost credibility. You've lost people's interest. People are like, this ain't what I bargained for. The fact of the matter is, because you are too consumed with fast and now to make the changes that you need. Interestingly enough, roots start out as seeds. So seeds protected, you have to then protect it. I'm sorry, it's planted, then you have to protect it, protect it over time. And it'll produce a harvest. But the question is, do we have time for that? Or do we are we interested in that? Can, do we even care about that? I'm going to say most of us don't. So this is the part of my podcast that I refer to as information for transformation. These are the practical things that I think you can do to actually see meaningful change in your life. That's what you want, right? That's what I want. So, again... I'll talk scriptures on my podcast, and if you don't like that, then probably you need to just go somewhere else, and I wish you best. But when it when you talk about harvest time and seeds and, you know, there's only one scripture that comes really to mind me quickly, and that's the book of Galatians, the sixth chapter, verses 7 through 10. And there's four really key cornerstone statements that I think help us to understand how to change um, the outcome of our life by removing really bad roots systems in us. The first one, the Bible says this, don't be deceived. He said, deception for me is you and I believing that um, we can do something to our exterior 
to our look <laughs> and to you know our appearance and our communication skills and that we'll produce different fruit and that's deception God will not be mocked the interesting thing about that is about the scripture is this is not just a scriptural law this is a universal law because the bible says and in the life in general says this you'll get no arguments from the scientific community about this all whatsoever you sow you reap that's a universal law so what you plant you harvest is the third guidepost i want you to remember don't be deceived god's not mocked what you sow what you plant you will harvest Here's where the getting gets good. Here's what most people, and you've probably heard that scripture a jillion times in your life, because I know I have, but here's what all I have ever heard. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever man so what that shall you reap, period. That's what, that, and we get excited about that and thrilled and throw our hands up and shout and throw, have a revival and it's all good. But that's not where the scripture ends. And this is where most of us get sideways and off track. That scripture closes by saying this if you faint not oh my gosh so you can plant in good soil with good seed you can protect it for a while you can water it you can put it in shade whatever you want to do but don't faint because you don't wait because if you faint you lose the harvest Fainters lose harvests. Whether you planted the seed or not, somebody one day is going to reap that seed that was planted. If you, if you, if you sowed the seed and you faint and walk away, don't think that that seed doesn't in due season reproduce because it will. I know many people, including myself, who have harvested off somebody else's seed because they fainted. I have seen many people that have harvested off my seed because I fainted. There's potency in seeds. And so, I'm going to close with this. If you won't change... Start at the root. Be decisive and courageous, and in due season, you will reap what you have sown. Are you a fainter? I mean, some of your problems right now may simply be because, not because you didn't plant new seed, but you walked away from the ones you planted that were in good soil. And I will, if I were you, I would scurry back to those seeds and see if they're still there. You might be shocked. <laughs> they may have grown some. They may be closer to harvest time. Stake your claim. The other part of it may be you've been deceived into thinking that, you know, you can plant a seed today and eat the fruit tomorrow. Wrong. You're deceived. Some of you may believe you can, there's another way to get to a different crop rather than having to disrupt your life and the root that produced the crop. Wrong. Don't be deceived.
and a part of us really reaching our full potential is understanding the cycle of life like this. And especially with those areas of hurt you have that have produced really unedible fruit for those around you, the key is not just hiding the fruit. (laughs) The key is removing the root. (laughs) Look, I hope this has helped you today. This is all I want to do. I want to equip you. I want you to discover so you can recover. I want you to be in a place to where your mind is clear and you're pointed toward change. And I think today we've learned the value of and the importance of not just changing, but how to do that. And it all starts at the root. I want you to be, I want you to be kind to yourself, but I want you to be honest with yourself and decide really whether or not you're going to be courageous enough and transparent enough to walk this change out in your life. I'm here to help. Hey, look, leave a comment here below. I'll be happy to contact you back. You know, go to any of the major podcast platforms and subscribe to this because this is what you're going to get every week to the journey that you and I are going to face together. Um, Let's do it with courage and transparency. And until next week, have a great week, and I'll talk to you then. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.